Hey everyone, welcome back to another week of the Lies We Listen To podcast. This week, we have Pastor Lexi with us. Come on. And we are excited to hear more about her, her story, and talk about the lie, I am helpless. That's what we talked about this Sunday with Pastor Rob. So first, let's get into it. Pastor Lexi, tell us about yourself. Yes. So like Sierra said, I'm Pastor Lexi. I'm the Family Life Pastor here at BCA. So I have the privilege of getting to help oversee kids, youth, young adults, and then um, reaching out to a lot of the young families in our church, which Mm -hmm. has been super fun. Um, I'm married. My awesome husband, Stephen, and I have been married for almost five years. Yes. So it'll be our anniversary in just a couple weeks, which is super exciting. And then we have two kids that keep us very, very busy. We have Mm -hmm. an almost three-year-old boy, um, and he actually has been the crazy one like since we had him. But his little sister is like kind of giving him a run for his money. So mm-hmm. we have a one-year-old girl, and she's turning out to be even more wild than right. her brothers. Yeah. So they keep us on our toes and very busy. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is just a funny story because like all of us ladies on staff have experienced it where everyone thinks we're the same person. Yes. And so <laughs> it's awesome. I told you this story recently, yes. but... I had someone come up to me at service and and I didn't feel like embarrassing them and being like, oh, you're thinking of Pastor Lexi, but they started talking to me about your son. And they're like, oh yeah, that wild one. And I just went along with it. I was like, oh yeah, he's a crazy one. You're like, it was so funny. Yeah, I literally had a five minute conversation, but I feel like your kids are my kids at this point. You're my stand-in if I'm not available. (laughs) No, I thought that was so funny though. Um, Speaking of, so you've been on staff at BCA for how long? Um, Coming up on eight years. This this spring is eight Mm -hmm. years, yes. And in the last couple of weeks, we had Danny tell a story and Adam tell a story I intentionally asked them embarrassing stories. I didn't want to do that to you this week. I actually wanted to take this opportunity for people to hear about your testimony. Mm -hmm. And um, so just go for it. Yes. So for those of you that don't know, I have been a part of BCA this year will be 10 years since Mm -hmm. I've been at BCA attending here. So when I was in high school, um, played a lot of sports and met a girl on my basketball team, Caitlin, who Mm -hmm. still goes to BCA and is still one of my best friends. Um, And so we played basketball together and her and I started hanging out outside of sports. And I remember I was having a sleepover at her house and her parents were like, hey, we're going to church in the morning. So either, you know, you're going to have to go home in the morning or you can come to church with us. And that church was BCA. And so I was like, you know, sure, I'll come and check it out. And I remember coming here and people were so nice and so welcoming, which is, it's cool for me now working here because it's still one of the number one things I hear people say about BCA is like, it's just such a welcoming, like genuine environment. And so I came and started visiting for a while. Um, and just kind of felt like, oh my gosh, like this feels like a second home. So quickly it became like a second home. But I attended for probably a couple months and started going to the youth group on Wednesday nights at True Life. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like diehard True Life. I love True Life (laughs) so much. Um, And then in a True Life service, Ryan and Christina Gilbreth were the youth pastors at the time. And they just uh, opened up an altar call for people who wanted to give their lives to Jesus. And so I came forward and gave my life to Christ. And Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up going to church like we, I can count on probably one hand the amount of times that we went to church yeah. growing up. It just wasn't like a part of what we did. We played a lot of sports and had a lot of family, but just church wasn't really a part of that. Um, and so it was kind of new to me, but I gave my life to Christ here at BCA in the True Life Service and then um, was going to be going to Western up in Bellingham. And some oh, yeah. people were like, 
you know, hey, I think it'd be cool if you could go somewhere where you can grow in your faith. So I ended up at Northwest University. Mm -hmm. Um, We have so many people on our staff, too, who have been a part of Northwest, which is really cool. Um, So I ended up at NU, and then um, I majored in communications, but while I was there, really strongly felt like God told me I was supposed to go into ministry. Um, So I got offered a job here, like, my sophomore year at Northwest. Mm -hmm. I was, like, such a baby Christian. Like, I was still learning all the things, but... Um, came on staff here, and yeah, I've been on staff for almost eight years, which Amazing. is awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Um, I I just love your testimony, and I wanted people to also hear about it. I think it's cool how faithful you have been just to be at this church yeah. and just see what God is going to do in this community, and I know you love it so much. Um, and so I want other people to know how much you love it as well. Well, me, me and Stephen were just talking about this the other day of how, how like, we feel like so much of our story, even together, has unfolded here because yeah. we started coming to BCA at the same time uh, about 10 years ago. And then, you know, it was like here that we met and mm-hmm. then we ended up started dating and get yeah. married. And then we've been here through having both the kids. So it's like it yeah. honestly feels like our family, even more yeah. than just our church. Like it's such a family to us. So. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, this week we're talking about the the topic of feeling helpless. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were kind of, you and I were talking about this a little bit before we recorded. And I wanted you to share just some of your thoughts on helplessness. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things that resonated with me a lot um, in what Rob was talking about this past weekend is about how we can get really stuck in like the cycle of, Mm. of helpless thinking, like just getting really stuck in those thought patterns of like, this is always going to be like this. It's Mm. never going to change. Things are never going to get better. And I feel like I resonated with that so much because I really struggle with that. Like I totally get like blinders when I get into a situation that's hard. It's really easy for me to be like, well, this is just, this is just always going to suck. And like, this is how it's always going to be. And it's like, when I'm not in it, it, you, you hear yourself say that and it sounds so dramatic, yeah. <laughs> but when you're in it, it really feels that way. Like, yeah. and I know for me and Steven, one of the ones we've been talking about a lot this year is like a lot of people, this for, you know, a lot of people in the world are really tight financially right yeah, now. Yeah. And Steven and I have experienced that this year a lot and just talking about, okay, what can we do to be strategic mm-hmm. with our money and saving? And so many times I've found myself feeling kind of that helpless feeling yeah. and feeling like, well, this is just always going to be like this. It's yeah. just we're never going to have money to do vacations or this or that. And just, you go down that spiral and Mm -hmm. then you kind of get to that place of, of helplessness where it's like, well, this is just terrible. And, um, even just recently, I just was so reminded by the Lord of Mm -hmm. like, okay, you need to invite me into this thought process. And instead of getting into that helpless space of like, there's nothing I can do for myself. There's nothing I can do to change this. Like Mm -hmm. just, inviting the Lord into that and even from a place of surrender like God and maybe it is like I, I really don't know what I can do to change this situation yeah. but I know that you're bigger than this situation yeah. and you can give us wisdom and you can give us guidance yeah. and you're our provider and so it's I think it's a lot of just instead of turning it inward and going down that spiral yeah focusing more on the Lord and the truth of yeah, what we know totally. about him mm-hmm. um and it helps us kind of break out of that but it's so yeah. easy to get in that place of just like well I'm just always going to be like this right well and especially when it's one thing um when you make a choice and it has a negative repercussion yes. you're like okay yeah maybe I deserve that <laughs> yes. you know or or I understand why this is happening yeah but when something is done to you or just it's happening you know finances is a great we're in this we're in a recession you know yeah, and yeah it sucks everything's expensive yeah um 
when things happen that were just 100% out of your control and you're just left in the weight. I know me and Caleb have our own things that we've been walking through um, where we go, okay, God, like I know you're a good God, mm-hmm. but could you be good faster or yeah. can you be can, <laughs> good can in you, this way? <laughs> yeah, can you be good in the way I want you to be good? Yes. Um, and I think that that part, that does bring on that feeling of helplessness when you go, I didn't even choose this. I didn't do anything to deserve this. I, you know, whatever whatever you begin to tell mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Um, but the reality is, is that when we look at the Lord and say, this doesn't make sense right now, but the only thing that lasts forever is you. I yeah. said that last week when we were talking about hopelessness, but um, God is the only thing, the only person that yeah. is eternal. Yeah. Everything else fades away. Yes. And um, I love clinging to that truth because, you know, I don't like sitting in my negative emotions. One of the, <laughs> yes. one of the fastest ways I get out of it, go I, though, is that I go, um, well, it's not going to last forever. Yes, and I yes. know that that's true. This too shall pass. <laughs> yes, yes. No, literally. And I'll, sometimes I'll even say it in a sarcastic way, but yes. I totally mean it. This too will go away someday. Yes. Um, and so I think that that's great insight. When, when thinking about helplessness, I think another area that's hard is when you see someone suffering and you mm-hmm. want to help, but it's out of your control. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wanted to hear your thoughts about that a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I, that's so hard because I feel like we've, you know, had that a couple times, even this past year of just yeah. seeing people go through really hard things. And it's not mm-hmm. even something you can necessarily do something for them that would fix it. Like, yeah. I think we as humans, just, we like to fix things and it's like, okay, what do I have to do to just be done with this and fix it? And sometimes there are just storms that people go through where it's like, they're, they're just having to walk out that storm and it really sucks. But I think one of the things that God's really been teaching me is to not underestimate the power of prayer and not just like, I think a lot of times, a lot of times we think like, oh yeah, I'm praying for you. But Mm -hmm. like, actually carving out time to like intercede for people and pray for them yeah and like I think it's just kind of a beautiful picture even in scripture of like when brothers and sisters in Christ are like warring for each other like going to war for each other in prayer of like God I'm just really praying for this for this person you know Mm -hmm. we just had um something recently where we were really praying for a miracle in a family that we knew and it didn't turn out the way you know you're hoping And for me, it was so challenging because I think immediately you can think, well, the prayers didn't work or the prayers weren't, weren't answered or they weren't, you know, it wasn't effective. But then when you really think about it, it's like, number one, we need to keep praying. Like we need to keep praying for comfort, Mm -hmm. keep praying for peace in the days to come as they walk this out. But also, um, I think yesterday I was praying and I felt like God was just reminding me too of like you know, the, the healing in this situation wasn't in the way we were praying for, but like ultimately heaven is our complete healing when we're with the father in heaven and just even those perspective shifts. And I feel like we only get those through prayer. So I feel like it does something in us and for that person when we pray. And then I think just showing up for people too of like, Hey, I know there's nothing I can do to pull you out of this situation. I just want you to know you're not alone. Like, and I don't want you to, I think helplessness can do that. It can make us feel like we're alone and and no one's with us or no one understands. And maybe people don't fully understand, but I think there's so much power in just showing up and saying, Hey, we're here for you. Like we're praying with you and anything you need, like we're in this with you. And I think that's what the body of Christ is supposed to be. Yeah. And you're actually someone who's really great at that. I was thinking about that the, the other day, whenever there's 
um, a crisis or just someone is down for whatever reason. Um, you're always the first to get a chain of girls together and text them, hey, I was thinking we could do this or anyone want to chip in on this? And I've been so thankful even to see that example of just the simplest things that you do make such a huge mm. impact. Um, and I've really learned a lot from mm. you about that because it's just uh, just reaching out to people and going, hey, um, someone's going through a hard time. Is there any way we can make it just a little bit better? Yeah. And the answer usually is yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, talking about helplessness, you kind of talked about prayer, but if someone right now who is listening is just feeling like they're in this place that they can't get out of, you know, yeah. um, what is some advice that you have for them? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the biggest things is, you know, when we talk about helplessness or really any of these lies we're talking about, I think it can be easy to drift a little bit into like um, positive mental thinking or like yeah. it's all about what can I do to get myself out totally. of this. So I would just say like the first and most important thing is just like you have to invite God into it. Yeah. Like, That's and it's, great. it's really like by the power of the Holy Spirit that mm -hmm. we're going to be able to break this cycle of yeah. helpless thinking or whatever situation we're in. And so I would say really intentionally just saying, even if you're a Christian, I think sometimes as Christians, we feel like, well, obviously I've already invited God in because I'm a right. Christian, but sometimes we're not living like we've right. invited God into it. So yeah. I think even just really intentionally, you know, saying, God, would you just like meet me in the middle of this? Mm -hmm. Like I'm feeling helpless or I'm feeling, you know, whatever that thing is. And I just need your help. I think just admitting that in that surrender yeah. and just like, God, would you, by the power of your Holy Spirit, help me to not live in this lie anymore yeah. and to have like strength that is stronger than my own strength. It's yeah. like the strength of God in us. Um, and that's why I love that verse Rob used that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. I think a lot of times we use that as like a self pump up, totally. but really it's like, no, it's God's power in us yeah. that helps us to do these things. And so yeah. I think just really intentionally inviting God into that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, prayer is so huge. Um, and then I think just community is, is yeah. so important. Like having people, you know, I, I know there's so many times even you and I have sat down of like, I'm really struggling, like right. believing this lie, or I'm really struggling yeah. with this, like, you know, this thought pattern or whatever it is. Yeah. And being able to say that out loud, I think right there takes away some of the power of it. Totally. And then you have someone else who can speak truth and sometimes for some people, like you might be so deep in this feeling of helplessness, you don't even feel like you would know how to speak truth yeah. over yourself. And sometimes we just need other people who can speak into that. Like, Hey, this is a Bible verse you need to read, or this yeah. is a prayer I'm praying for you, or this is a truth I want you to really cling to. Yeah. And again, it's just, that's what we see in scriptures. We weren't meant mm -hmm. to go through these things alone. We were, there's power in, in strength in each yeah. other. And so, you know, inviting God into it, you know, leaning into prayer. And, and I would say just more than you ever have before, just like, building a habit of prayer. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, inviting people in and, and it can feel really vulnerable to say like, Hey, I'm in this really hard spot right now, yeah. but that's what the family of God's meant to be. You know, yeah. it's not meant to be, Oh, I'm doing great and everything's good. It's meant yeah. to be like, Hey, I'm really struggling right. and inviting people into that. And yeah. I think that's where we see the Holy spirit do some really cool things. Yeah. That's so good. And one more thing I wanted to add, cause I was thinking about it as you were talking but a lot of times we'll say, like, cling to hope. Um, and I think that can be such a vague yeah. thing to say. <laughs> yeah. But um, but 
I've been thinking about this concept of hope a lot and there mm. is power in saying no matter how no matter how hard my circumstances get I'm gonna cling to the hope that God is gonna take me out of it because I know that he can and as hard as it can be to cling to hope um, that is one thing that's entirely in our control is yeah. that perspective um, I, I had I've had a season that I'm walking through where I kind of lost hope for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I did was I put sticky notes all over our house that said like, uh, God's got you. It's yeah, not over. So this is. And so I think any way that you can remind yourself yes. that God is going to pull you out of it, that God is in control, that perspective, that perspective shift, you know, leaning into the Holy Spirit 100%, uh, it helps. Yeah. Yeah. It yes. gets you where you need to be. I think that's so important. You have to be creative about how you keep it in front of you. Yeah. Because like even just those visual reminders yeah. or like for me for a while, it was the verse when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is yeah. higher than I, yeah. which is such a great verse when you're uh -huh. feeling helpless, like God is our help and, yeah. and we can run to him. And, but it was the same. It was like putting sticky notes, like in my car, I uh -huh. had it like by my speedometer <laughs> and on the bathroom mirror, because yeah. it's true. You need those reminders throughout your day yeah. um, to keep your eyes fixed on that. There's so yeah. many distractions, but we have to be intentional to keep our eyes fixed yeah. on the truth. Yeah. And it's funny too and this is a little bit of a tangent, but you know, I, I always thought things like that were so cheesy. Yes. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't yes. want to do that. Like I have the random sticky notes, but in times of desperation, yes. I'm like, I will do anything yes. that I need to do to remember God's goodness. And yes. so if you're listening right now and you feel like goofy doing some of those things, we're with you, but we've yes. also done them too. Um, yes. the, that reminder is just so important. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. Yes. Um, this has been a great discussion. For those of you listening, we'll be back next week mm -hmm. um, talking with another pastor. So make sure you be on the lookout for our latest episode, mm -hmm. <laughs> our latest episode. But thank you for listening and we will see you next time. Yes.